Enjoy more relaxation for less with WorldGate Spa's newest membership available now. For just $89 per month, experience the luxury of our 50-minute relax and restore massage or botanical boost facial with up to $20 savings on every visit. As a bonus, members enjoy unlimited access to WorldGate Spa's sauna, whirlpool, steam room, and recovery lounge to elevate your wellness routine. Visit our website or call WorldGate Spa for additional details and member perks. All right, everybody, we are live here on Todd's couch. Jules just walked in, and uh, it is Monday, February uh, February third. third today. That's right, Todd. The year 2020. Jules, hang on, because I'm going to do something new this time. Oh, what you what you got going? Well, Todd? you're the one. You you do a fantastic job of sending me uh, like agenda stuff. I do. And but I want to do the rundown, which so I'm going to let the the listeners know what we're going to cover. Oh yeah. So obviously right. yesterday was the Super Bowl. We'll be talking about that. We're going to be talking about uh, my take on the rookie contracts in the in the Super Bowl, or I'm sorry, in the NFL. Uh, the lack of minority coaches still in, the, or not really still, although sort of still, but it's really dropped in the last few years. Yeah, I think there's like maybe one. Uh, Anthony Lynn's the only one I can think of for the Chargers. No, there's three. What's that? There's three. Are there? There's there's Tomlin. Oh yeah, Tomlin as well. And then Brian Flores in Miami. Okay. Fair enough. And then Ron Rivera is actually like half Puerto Rican and half Mexican yeah, or something sure. like he's that. Yeah, he's Hispanic, so yeah, you would right. definitely say he's a minority. Looks guy. like a white dude. Um, no, unlike he's Hispanic. Unlike, yeah, okay, okay. You yeah. wouldn't, you wouldn't know for sure though if you saw him lined up. Yes, you would. You would know he was Hispanic by the way he looks. Yeah, he's got dark hair, dark features. Like, you know what? Well, I, so yeah, a thousand percent. So I, I don't see color. Yeah. So maybe yeah. that's why. Clearly, you do. I don't know. Uh, we're going to cover the XFL, which is starting next week. Uh, our top what if ten I like teams. This rundown. Well, we're supposed to do it. All right, all our right. top ten teams uh, for next season. Uh, Antonio Brown's fake apology. You don't like the rundown? I'm t- eleven seconds into it. I know. I like jumping right into it. Okay, Damian Lillard and the uh, Michael Vick thirty for thirty. All right, what do you want to start with? I guess we've got to start with the Super Bowl, obviously. No, I want to start with the ongoing saga at, at the uh, Magical oh, Kingdom. Geez. The the happiest place on earth that isn't so happy for their uh, for their employees apparently. What's right. going down with the with the town hall meeting? So a uh, very quick recap to sort of get everybody up to speed in case anybody missed some episodes. Basically, uh, we had been informed that we would be notified about our face whether we're going to get a job offer or we're going to get a severance offer right uh, by the middle of January right. And to be honest, everybody, you know, a couple months ago thought that that would have been too long. Sure. Nobody thought it would go that long. Yeah. Uh, middle of January comes. We have a meeting. My boss tells the group that she has been informed it will actually be the end of January. All right. The next day, she emails us and says she's now been informed it will be within the next two days. Okay. The next two Just days. yo-yoing you. The next, Just up and down and up and down, eh? In, in her defense, uh. She will not be kept on. She's a VP, probably makes too much. So she's given us whatever information she can. Sure. Um, and she's a ball buster. She goes after information. This, this Is she woman, the one that everybody hates? Yeah. They want her invited to the parties? Right. They were going to stage a walkout if she came? You know who doesn't hate her? You. This guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, like I love her. her. Catherine and I get along. That's because you're both miserable human beings. Listen. Misery loves company. <laughs> hey. <laughs> game recognizes game. That's exactly right. Birds of a feather. Exactly right, Tom. So anyway. Uh, she tells us the next two days. The next two days come and go, 
And not only do we not learn our faith, right. but there's no email, there's no nothing. We're just met with radio silence, right. which is infuriating. It's it's laughably insulting. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, I get the part of life where the higher-ups don't actually give a shit about me. Sure. But usually we live in a universe where you try to fake it and yeah. you try to treat people with dignity and respect. Yeah. And to just... Give us radio silence on the day that we came in thinking we were going to learn our faith yeah. is highly disrespectful in my opinion. Hey, Insulting. Dignity is earned, though, Todd. And I don't know. I don't know about you. Well, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know where your I don't know where your dignity meter is. Fair, fair. But I have other people in my apartment, oh, okay, in my fair, department, fair who are good people, unlike fair, me. Fair enough. And frankly, deserve better than me. They're they're weighing. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. You're weighing them down, and they and they bring you up. Listen, if, it's, nice. if it was just me, I wouldn't really have a leg to stand. Sure, you know sure. What I mean? What do I deserve? Right. Anyway. So you have this town hall today. So what happened? So, wait, wait. So Friday, we get a hastily called meeting by the person who my boss, Catherine, the gangster, okay. uh, currently reports to. Since right. her former boss is now gone. Okay. And he's he's very apologetic in tone in this meeting on Friday. And he says, I understand we haven't been communicating well. I right. wish I had information for you guys. But we're going to have a town hall on Monday, being today. Right. It's going to be at Disney. We'll just be calling into it. And they will let you know during that town hall when you guys will learn your face. Okay. So he seemed to imply that we would be given specific information. Sure. All right. Now, just to let you know what a town hall is at a big company like this, basically the heads of all the department go around and tell the people the latest with, you know, what's going on with their departments. And it's... You know, it's Is it an open forum where the employees can say stuff as well? They generally have a Q&A session. Okay. Today, no Q&A yeah, session. Yeah, that they didn't. You know, but it's usually, um, you know, they try to make it positive. They usually hand out drinks afterwards. Sony would always show a sizzle reel for all their upcoming movies. Whatever, right. they try to make it fun. Anyway, so this town hall starts. And first the guy starts making Lame, lame and unfunny jokes. Right. Just like all bosses do, right? Sure. And I want to murder every single person that I can hear in the room laughing at his lame and unfunny jokes. Sure. Because, by the way, people are on this fucking call that think they're going to get critical information for their lives. Yeah. You know, let's get to it. So finally he says, he's talking about the new organization, what it'll look like, and he says, you know, uh, it's a challenge communicating to over 500 people. And again, I hate that excuse because... Don't conflate the fact that you can't communicate specific information, which right. I understand and we all understand, with communicating about missing deadlines and sort of acknowledging that and telling people that you'll do your best to come up with a new deadline sure. or what your current, whatever, you know. Sure. But they always hide behind, well, we can't communicate certain things. Sure. He basically says that again and then says, however, we do expect to have far more clarity on what the new organization will look like by the end of this month. Oh, really? So you got another month? Another month. And, you know, it didn't give me a hard date. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. By the end of the month, we expect to have more clarity. So then, you know, I'm kind of going, okay. And I'm, 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 instant, I'm messaging with people I work with saying, please, for the love of God, tell me that was not the update. Right. Tell me that was not our specific information. So we listened to a whole whole hour-long town hall, and it was just nothing but nonsense, talk of Disney+. Plus, Right. Uh, you know. They're and, telling you about this great co new company that you may not be a part of. 100%. That's awesome. 
And the fact <laughs> that they they asked us to, to 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 join this one so that we could learn more, sure. which is what we were told on Friday. I believe the person who ran the meeting on Friday genuinely thought that we were going to get some specific information. Sure. We were not. So now we're coming up till February and the March 19th deadline, which represents a year from the close of the deal, right. is coming awfully quick. And once that deadline hits, we're no longer owed our severance because we will have been a Disney employee for a year. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like they're going to fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I just gotta be honest. No lube, straight up, just dry. Just, just dry. Uh, just raw dog. It does. It really does. And, 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 and that was brought up at the Friday meeting, right? And because uh, now they just got a month. I mean, let's now go. here's the thing. I know we briefly touched on this. It's and at this point, I, I fully admit I could be wrong. Anything's sure. possible. It has seemed unlikely to me that that would be the route they take for a couple reasons. They take a PR hit, and I think they could face some. I don't some know sort of, how big the PR hit. I don't is, know either. Because it's only five. You're telling me it's five hundred people. Uh, yeah, and certainly, you know, a lot of them will be kept. Yeah, you know? I mean, so I, the number of being let, let, uh, laid off could be, uh, you know, fifty less. I don't know. So yeah, I don't know. I, I, see what I don't know that you're taking a huge PR hit over that. Well, I, I get the way they are handled, like they handle it. But if one person. Is outrage. It's not like a plan of like a thousand people or two thousand right. people or wherever it may be. If it's like fifty, hundred people, they'll take that PR hit depending on how much money they're they're saving. When when they don't really think it's going to be a PR hit, right? Or they think they can manage it for sure. You know, because yeah. by the way, it would hit the news. You know, maybe deadline once or something. You know, and then maybe. and then get buried as the for sure twenty eighth biggest story that day for sure a, th- a thousand percent. Right, you may be, and and I don't know at this point what to expect. Well, and you said that you, and you said you're training people to do your job, right? Overseas? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I had a training. Uh, my one, my my Israel team, who's located in Madrid. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They canceled on me today, and then I had my training session with my Middle East. Todd, do you want me to just rip the bandaid off and tell you that I'm not getting my job? Yeah, <laughs> your job's good as gone. I think. And they're fucking you with the severance pack. That's the thing that you were holding out for for two years. Is basically, well, at least I get the severance package. I can't leave least, before I get the severance package. Right, right. And now, oh, God. Wait, listen, Ty. Corporate America, everybody. You are just a number. I'm just, I'm just, I'm hoping I'm wrong. You know, I'm rooting for the little guy. I appreciate who, it. Who happens, like to be, who happens to be you <laughs> in this case. Hey. On a brighter note, yeah. uh, my boy Chris Tipton, I got to give him a huge shout out because his adoption of his baby boy Derek, Derek Big D, what you? Yeah, I remember Derek. Yeah, yeah, it went through today. Uh, oh, really? So yeah, huge congratulations to him. Definitely made the beginning of my day a lot better. So his, so he, he's he, through the, through the He's already oh, had the kid. Whatever. He was just finishing up the paperwork or whatever. Yeah, he's had the kid for gosh. Uh, I feel bad that I don't know the exact amount of time. Yeah. Well, it's got to be at least like a good eight months. Adopting uh, adopting a kid is no joke. Yeah, no, you know? thousand percent. I mean, I mean, in, well, obviously, and, like in terms of a life decision, but I mean, in terms of red tape. Yeah, I, I've heard. Oh, I mean, sure. it's quite a process. For sure. Yeah, no, he he described the process. It's definitely intense. Uh, they're definitely, you know, they definitely are not as well. They should be, you know, they should be vigilant about who they're giving babies to. Yes. Like, and there should be a lot of red tape. It's a human fucking being. 
So that's good. And it's great that this kid's going to an incredible family. Right. It's great that, you know, yeah. Chris and his wife Kelly are, are you know, couldn't be happier. Good news uh, all around? Absolutely. absolutely. I feel like Chris Tipton is probably the strong leader for listener of the year so far. And I realize we just started February. Well, there, there are some guys who listen that I don't even know. Like Jamie Beal tells me he listens to all of them. And okay. I had no idea. Okay. Yeah, who knows who's out there yeah. listening? No, well, man. But, but, but listen, for all. It, it, we're being honest. The open competition has started. If listeners want to start getting ahead of Chris Tipton and the rest of the pack, wow. they're going to have to start doing something. Yeah. Like adopting kids or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Just adopt the kid. I'm just throwing that out there. Maybe even a puppy. Maybe we should get. Maybe we should start with a puppy, and then you know we can gradually move them up to adopting kids. And and then we're gonna yeah. end, end world hunger and, and war and you know I cancer. Mean, you know, that's what we we're gonna. Here. That's what that's, we're doing that's, here. That's, that's what we're. That's what we're. About. That's what we're doing well, for. We should get to the game, right? Yeah, we should get to the game. All right. Go. Oh, you win the bet of the week. I had uh, the Kings. Yeah. Yeah. Kansas yeah. City gets it done. Didn't look good for a long period of time. Pat Mahomes didn't look good mm-hmm. for a long period of time. And then that offense is just so explosive that give him an 21 inch. 21 points in the fourth quarter. Give him an inch and he'll take a mile. Yeah. Yeah. And at the same point. You've got Kyle Shanahan, who's been outscored 42 to nothing mm-hmm. in the last 20 minutes of the last two Super Bowls that he's been involved. Yeah, I read I read a couple things today, and and they were you know critiquing where Kyle Shanahan fucked up. And we should mention, in case you don't know, Kyle Shanahan is the coach, the of, coach the San of the San Francisco 49ers, was the offensive coordinator for the Atlanta Falcons when uh, the Patriots came back from 28 to 3. 28. To 3. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so the article's picked apart. You know, a couple plays should have uh, called the timeout here, done this, that, done that. But all in all, I felt like the, the Niners played a good game. And they ran yeah. the ball well, yeah. which is what they wanted to do. And, uh, you know, I mean, I felt like, uh, you know, they yeah, they kind of blew it because they had a 20-10 lead in the fourth quarter. But right. at the end of the day, they're facing a team that puts up touchdowns in bunches. And and blowing a ten point lead against that team is is not to say that that you know you totally blew it. This is a crazy team. Absolutely, say that it's not to say that because they did that in all the rest of their playoff games. Yeah, I like know. they they would been down by double over digits. Touch, yeah, by double digits in all their playoff games, and they came back. And it's because Pat Mahomes is something that we've never seen. Yeah, and it's but. I do think people need to pump the brakes on him winning four or five Super Bowls because Aaron Rodgers was supposed to be something that we've never seen and the best quarterback talent-wise that we've ever seen, and he's got one. Yeah. Right. So the the fact Dan Marino certainly was a transcendent quarterback when he came out, went to the Super Bowl, I think it was either in his rookie or his second year, and never got there again. Right. So it, it ain't easy. Uh, so people are talking about no, him. and it's going to get significantly harder. Sure. Because he's going to be off that rookie deal, which is what you want to talk about. Yeah. Look at that segue. And perfect segue into the rookie deal, right? So, and, and you know, obviously uh, not all teams, you know, San Francisco doesn't have a rookie deal and, and, and teams can succeed without one. But five of the last seven Super Bowls have included a team <coughs> with a quarterback on a rookie contract. And three, the past three have have all included a team with a quarterback on his rookie contract. How did you do some motherfucking research? I did do some research. Look at you, Todd. That's about as far as it went. Todd, were you doing this on company time? You better have been, the way that they're treating you. Yeah. Good yeah, I was. Good, good for you. Suck it, this Stick, stick suck it, it to it, just a little bit. This is my focus That's now. Exact- this is my priority. I will do work when and if 
Woo! I have time. Woo! I like it. But please, please offer me a job. <laughs> uh, well paid. Anyway, um, so yeah, it's true though, and and it's it's uh, you know, if you look at the Rams with with, with the success they had with Goff, they're now paying him thirty six million dollars a year, right? And he's not that good. Well, the thing about like. the Rams though is they've still got a lot of talent. But they're not going to be able to resign anybody. It's going to go. I'm sorry, you're paying Goff almost twenty percent of your of your cap, right? Yeah, no, a thousand percent. And and so and I looked this up today. I, right. I found a cool site, but Goff is making like seventeen and a half percent of the team's cap, right? Wow. Uh, Lamar Jackson is making one point three percent. Yeah, that's crazy. It's just a lot of money you can spread around. Yeah, no, you it's know, crazy. and and uh, I, it's it's a viable, you know, the Rams and I, somebody else I think tweeted this or wrote about it or something, but it's like the Rams would have been better off just letting golf go. And, oh, and, and, and drafting another fucking rookie. A thousand percent. Because you know? it's not. I mean, golf is tougher than I thought and gave him credit for coming in the league. I remember he came in at the same time as Carson Wentz. And I was like, please, God, no. Don't give me Jared Goff. Yeah. And we ended up getting Carson Wentz. And who knows? At this point in time, because Carson Wentz can't finish the season. Right. But nonetheless, yeah, I mean, Jared Goff isn't. Pat Mahomes. Uh-uh. Uh, he's not even close to Pat Mahomes. He ain't even Carson Wentz. Right. Uh, I don't know if he's Dak Prescott, if, if you want to be honest. Like, he is a serviceable quarterback who, if you give him a great running game, then he can manage you to a Super Bowl. And that's what he did. You're talking about Wentz? I'm talking about Goff. Oh, Goff. Uh, okay. Wentz, I feel like, can win you a game. Yeah, I, uh, I feel like he did that. He proved that. Down the down the stretch where they didn't have very much a wide receiver, they had yeah. a great rookie running back, and he kept just pulling out games. You yeah. know, so I'll I'll take that. Uh, and I don't think golf can do that because without a running game, he looks less than ordinary. Yes, yes. Uh, as as uh, Michael Lombardi says about about golf, basically, uh, you know, in college he would do they would like do the five wide thing, right? Right. And he would just drop back and, and, and chuck it immediately. But if he has to go through his reads in the NFL, right. he panics. Yeah. He gets stuck in the pocket. For sure. And he panics. And he's not that mobile. That's, that's not another that thing mobile. that mobile. Yeah. is mobile. And, uh, and he's frankly not that big. Like, he might be tall, but he's, I don't know how, how well he can withstand a hit. Well, see, no. You know what I mean? Roethlisberger can, can, can absorb a hit. Uh, but if you're, you know, just tall and lanky, I don't know that you can. You know, a thousand percent. You know? Here's the thing, because not only are we talking about Pat Mahomes coming up at the deal, we are talking about Dak Prescott. And I remember you showed me at the end of the Super Bowl the Super Bowl odds for the favorites for uh, next year's Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, I was surprised that the Cowboys aren't higher. I have them. I have them right here, and I got them from a different site. And this site, I think, is better, and it's got them at fifth. The Cowboys. Yeah, yeah the fifth. Oh, okay. fifth, fifth best odds. That's not. That's not too bad. Yeah, because I feel like. They they kind of fit, and it pains me to say this, but they kind of fit the traditional uh, the traditional narrative for a bounce back team. You know, a team that has talent yeah. that underperformed, that was with a lame duck coach who wasn't really motivating them. They bring in a new coach. They may get stability at quarterback. I don't know if they're going to get back that contract or whether they're going to franchise him. I think they're going to I think they're going to give him a contract and then and then I wonder what they do with Amari Cooper uh because yeah. he's huge for them although he didn't play that great for them down the stretch and he has kind of an injury history but he 
Like, going he was in, fantastic. Go, that's what he I was, was going to say. Going in that trade, everybody thought that the Raiders... It seemed like a crazy trade. Like a crazy trade. Did they give trade? a first-round draft pick for him? For sure. And, you know, now that I'm talking about... Now that I was, like, thinking about the rookie contracts and seeing what people were making... Yeah. You know, even if you can get a stud like uh, Chase Young or or, or, or or Nick Bosa... Sure. Uh, ...on that rookie contract... I mean, that's, that's a huge advantage. So, anyway, going back to, like, the Amari Cooper thing, that first, those first-round picks are valuable, oh, man. You know what I mean? Those are mandatory. Yeah. And if you whiff, it's brutal. Yep. It doesn't hit you with the cap thing, but if you just miss on talent. Eagles whiff a lot. So, a lot. Yeah. Hello. Oh, yeah, 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 the yeah, Bears yeah. have missed a couple times. Yeah, maybe. Speaking of Patrick Mahomes. Maybe. Good Lord. Well, and you got Houston in the same situation with Deshaun Watson. Well, so, got so that's absolutely right. And, and Dak... They're going to need to pay, right? So they'll probably franchise him right now. That's what they were saying. And then, if because what they can't do is allow Watson or Mahomes to get paid before Dak, because they're going to set that market price. Oh, for sure. And the twenty after next season, the CBA ends, and the new CBA will definitely be for more money. Right, you, increase you know, the cap. Increase the cap. Thank yeah. you. Which means. Whatever money they pay Dak now, they're going to have to give him like $35 million a year or something like that, right. which sounds like an insane amount, but in two years when the contracts are being given it's out from really the like 40, 45. Yes. Yeah. Right. So, no, so they kind of got to sign him. But, you know, what that's going to do to that team. But that's and, if they love him. Like, that's the thing. And, I, and, and don't yeah. get me wrong. I think Dak's a really good quarterback. Uh Thirty-five million does seem like a lot for him. I don't necessarily know that. Here's the problem with the Cowboys: they're not going to be able to get bad enough to get a really good quarterback, a really good replacement, unless you know they try to get a guy like Hayward, like the guy who's coming out this. But they're not going to get him. He's probably going top ten. Maybe. I mean, but that's the way it works, right? People trade up for the quarterbacks. Tua yeah, no. and Herbert will probably go top ten. So, but, but you also have uh, Joe Burrow too. So that's two. I don't know if I don't know if all those quarterbacks are going in the top ten. Another team needs a quarterback as well. Like some people are saying that the Raiders get try to get him uh, to replace Derek Carr, Herbert. Yeah. Yeah, or the Chargers. Uh, yeah, the Chargers. You know, talking about him. As, yeah. Talking about them as well. So, I mean, that's the interesting thing with with Dak is whether they decide. And, by the way, you're talking about coming, coming in with a new coach with Mike McCarthy. Yeah. Maybe Mike McCarthy decides that that's not necessarily the, the quarterback that I want. Uh, and I want to try to draft the quarterback. So, for all those reasons, it's going to be a really interesting offseason. We haven't even gotten to break. Right. Oh, and, and yeah, no question. And just, just to, I mean, reiterate what you're saying, like, it would be nice if there was some certainty, you know what I mean, oh. with quarterbacks. Like Mahomes, it's an easy choice. Yeah. What a blessing for the Chiefs. Obviously, they're going to have to pay him a shit ton of money. Yeah. But what a blessing to just know you got your guy. Yeah. You know what and, I mean? Like, and, and maybe a transcendent guy. Yes, yes. But, I mean, you know, to be stuck in the, in the, in the you know, questionable world with the Derek Cars and Dak Prescotts and stuff. and maybe Mitch Trubisky? <laughs> You laugh. Is he not even questionable? No, he's not questionable. Wow. We're not freaking out about whether or not we'll be able to sign him. No, but whether he's your quarterback in the future, considering that you just drafted yeah, him but we're not, two years ago with the number two pick. Right. No, I know. But next year's on his rookie deal. So it won't matter. Meaning we don't have to decide to give him a We're not giving him a lot of money. If he wants a lot of money, he can take him off. No, I, you know? I mean, unless he has some insane season. It makes this huge leap. 
at which point I'm willing to reevaluate my position. I if he makes a huge leap and has an insane season, we'll 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 pick this up next year. Here's the thing. Here's the funny thing. Yeah. Uh, that I saw is that Drew Brees might retire, and it yeah. doesn't sound like he is. Like, I heard him on Dan Patrick, and he sounded closer to, I'm not really going to retire. It's not that serious a story, but you evaluate things all the time at this age. But it seemed like they're skipping right over Teddy Bridgewater and going to Taysom Hill, yeah. which is an interesting decision because I, he's not a traditional quarterback. No, I, 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 I get that impression also. Because uh, just throughout the season, I would constantly hear guys uh, say, you know, reporters say, they would say, man, I talked to, I talked to uh, Sean Payton, and he's all about Tatum. Uh, what, 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 Chase? Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. He's yeah. all about Taysom Hill. Yeah. And thinks he can be a viable starter. I must have heard, whether it was Adam Schefter or whoever, say something like that after talking to Sean Payton dozen times this year. I wonder how many snaps Drew Brees would be willing to come back and play. Like, whether he'd be willing to split time and pace well, that's a good so point. you could at least see what you have. Because I, would, I if I'm a Saints fan, as much as I love Sean Payton, I think he's got to be top two, three, four coaches yeah. in football. Yeah, he's great. I, you know, I'm real nervous going into a season with Taysom Hill, play, playing the amount of snaps that he did. Because, listen – when Drew Brees got hurt this year, again, we're talking about they went to Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater took those snaps. Teddy Bridgewater won those games. So I've at least seen that from him. But I, I haven't seen Taysom Hill no, for more than two plays. They're, they're trick plays almost, right. you know what right. I mean? But I w- would say, I mean, I, it's where I thought you were going. It's kind of an interesting question. Might Drew Brees uh, be, be, you know, encouraging of Taysom Hill taking a ton of snaps? Because his 38-year-old body doesn't have to be out there for every snap. Well, I, I don't know. And that's the, that's the thing. I think that most quarterbacks don't want to come off the field. Uh, most quarterbacks want to stay in the rhythm. Right, but Drew Brees is thinking about – because if he's going to retire, he wants to get you – know, he wants to be a – wants to go to media. Yeah. He, he wants to be either an analyst or Tony Romo or whatever, right? Yeah. So I think he is probably concerned about his brain. And, and, no, I, and his and, and his body in general, it's got to be a thought, right? It's got to be a thought. Yeah, to a degree, but I mean, it's not like Drew Brees takes a lot of hits, and it's not like quarterbacks these days take a lot of hits. Like, I don't yeah, think, I and, he's, and, and he's, he doesn't have this insane. What was his injury history. this year? Uh his hand. He broke his hand. Okay. Yeah, so he hasn't had this yeah. huge concussion history. Right. So for all those reasons, I don't think it's that. I just wonder whether they'd want to get a better look at Taysom Hill, a more extended look, and, and whether Drew Brees, because that's what they're talking about, is him basically being a mentor to sure. the next quarterback. Uh, so it, that's my question. What what amount of snaps would he be happy about uh, cutting it back to? Because I don't think that it's he'd want to do it because he's concerned about his body. I think he'd have to have – an understanding as to what he'd be willing to do. But who to wants to do, if it's not concerned about his body, right. then who wants to sacrifice any snaps? Because if you come back for your That's last year, point. you want to win a fucking Super Bowl. That's the point. You yeah. know, like he's not dicking, not coming back to, to volunteer as a fucking chaperone for this guy. You know I, I mean? agree. I agree. Okay. You know, for all those reasons, yeah, I don't think that he'd want to necessarily sacrifice snaps, but at the same time, I think the Saints as an organization may say. May, but, may sort of would like him to? Yeah, we, yeah absolutely. Well, you know, you know it would be interesting if they, they re-sign him. They, they, don't, they don't have to hand him the – they could theoretically. And, they're not going to fuck Drew Brees. No, they're not going to fuck him dry like the people at Disney are doing with me, with right. no Lou. 
But but they could, you know, work in more plays than he's expecting. Yeah, you know I mean, what I mean? Like in some kind of gray area. Yeah, they definitely they definitely could. Anyway, I'm they glad we're using the uh, the metaphor about dry dry anal raping. I think it's uh, apt. Todd, you don't have to be that explicit. <laughs> you were the one. <laughs> did. I, you know, I said dry no lube. You have to talk about anal, right? I mentioned anal or rape. Yeah. Where's it gonna go? Uh, listen. Yeah, and for the listeners. Uh, exactly. There are things that can be unsaid, Tom. All right. Subtle things. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, you want to go through our top ten teams for next year? Well, one thing I want to talk about is Brady because obviously, oh, yeah. you know, everybody freaked out about that picture. Yes. Where they didn't know whether he was leaving or walking into a stadium. <laughs> Turned out to be a tease for the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, and he was yeah. fucking with everybody, which is Tom Brady loves to do. And by the way, good for him. For, I for mean, sure. just like with everybody speculating, running every single for sure. Blog they can about what every single breath he takes, mo- you know, means. I read somewhere today that Patriots would be willing to pay like thirty million a year to do that. If he, if they're if they're offering him that, I can't see him leaving. Thirty million dollars for one year? Yeah, I don't I don't know if it's a multi year deal yeah. or if it's one year. Yeah. But either way, I can't see him leaving thirty million. Well, but 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 we've known that that relationship with Belichick seems to be dicey, right? And and my dad mentioned this. I don't know yeah. if this has anything to do with it, but my dad mentioned Giselle. Right. Right. I mean, she she outruns him. Yeah. You know what sure. I mean? Not that you know. And, and and my dad thinks she might very well want to be in Los Angeles, and she might. They may have been having conversations. I've heard that she likes New York more, but who knows? Like this is where but he's not going I, to New York though. Yeah. Well, no, I agree, but this is where this is where it kind of jumps the shark a little because who knows what she fucking yes, wants. Yes, like this is real. This is real speculation. If she's out earning him. It's not like she has to be in L.A. because she's out earning him. And it's one more year. Well, what's well, it's one more year. It's over. We'll talk about now. how much money she makes. Like fifty, right? I don't understand what she gets paid for exactly. Well, one is bottling, obviously, but she's pushing product too, and she probably gets a percentage of that product. Like that's how Kim Kardashian's making all her money. It's basically she uh she has an ownership interest. The other the other one, by the way, Kylie Jenner is worth like a billion dollars too. Uh because, For what? Because, I don't uh, get because it. they have these product lines. Like they have I think Kylie Jenner it has uh lipstick. I can uh, wrap my makeup. mind around the, the Jenners or the, the, the Jenners and the Kardashians because they're on television. Right. And Giselle and get, understand I don't forget she's worldwide. I understand I'm 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 Wrong here with my with my freaking out because obviously she's getting the correct rate. They can't pay the next supermodel twenty million instead of fifty to to represent whatever company she represents. Yeah, I mean, can't do anything. No, that, I mean it's an interesting point, but no, she does do something. She has name recognition. Like the fact that right. she got married to Brady helped her as well. Right? She be you know I mean they're the first couple of sports or whatever. They're like, does she do okay. anything? I understand her, her name and, and picture is attached to it. Okay. Does she have to work? What do you mean work? Do, uh, what, what, what does she do? Modeling is work. You know what I mean? Is, I mean, that, is that all she does? Just just runways? Well, no. I'm sure she's like a spokesperson too. So she has to do like ads and things of that nature. Like okay. she, has to, she has to pitch, I think. I, I think that models yeah. make the most money in the world relative to how how hard they work is from what I can tell. Yeah, I mean, that's why, you know. I don't understand the $50 million for just, I, I, it's crazy to me. Listen, ladies. Todd doesn't want to date a model. I do. 
So yeah. I, I, I would endorse his, yeah. his thoughts or his belief system about you ladies. Why don't work we, your asses off. Why don't we do this for all the all the supermodels that listen to the pod? Email us and let us know what you think. Just stop. Just stop. You can call me or text uh, or yeah. I mean, I'll get an Instagram feed. I like it. Whatever, whatever you need. Fair enough. So we have XFL on the list. Boomer Boss. Yeah. I think Boss. By the way, I think. The XFL will be an unmitigated disaster. I, <laughs> do you really? I, I honestly do to my core, and I'll tell you why. So, first of all, they're not paying these guys anything. Right. The average is going to be around $55,000 a year. And that includes the base. Yeah, that's nothing. That includes, and the, that average, I think, is like an estimate that the XFL, like, you know, announced in, sure. a, in the PR thing. Do they have different guys who are making different amounts of money? Do you know? I, I don't. I imagine not everybody's getting the exact same pay, okay. but that's based on base salary plus uh, games played, you know, incentive bonuses, right? Uh, plus whatever other bonuses that are available to players. The average salary is about fifty-five thousand dollars, right? Yeah. So nobody who's on a practice two grand a week. Nobody, and that's be, that's before tax. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's about $1,200. I, I don't know, whatever. Um, but nobody on a practice squad will play in the XFL because no, they're making more money making than more money. on yeah, a practice sure. squad. And of course, they're in better situations. You sure. know? So the talent isn't really there. Plus, well, here's the thing, though. There are guys who probably will think that they can play in the XFL and then get looks in the NFL because that did happen for a couple of people in the app. Here's, here's my question. I asked your dad about this. Uh, because I was sitting next to him uh, at the Super Bowl yesterday. Yeah. And it was basically, uh, is ESPN going to have something like Countdown or a lead-in show? Because that would be huge for them. There's because no it's on Well, it's on ABC, though. So ABC has a vested interest, and ESPN has a vested interest in seeing it do well. That was the thing that surprised me. They might have a, a short one or something, maybe 30 minutes. I, I don't know. Whatever it may be, but that helps. Well, but here's because I forget. I, I was saying the reason I said is I forget that it's all. Here's the problem with that though: is the ratings after the first week are probably going to be very low. Yeah, they usually go way back. You know, and if they want to waste another half hour of, right. of ad revenue for these low ass ratings by putting on a show, right? When they could rerun half a Sports Center or whatever, you know, whatever ASP, ABC does and get better ratings right. with almost anything, get better ratings. I think it's just going to be a joke. If the only way this lasts more than one season is if Vince McMahon just keeps hemorrhaging his money into it. Well, uh, or or people actually, you know, the games are good. The, like the problem, I, the problem I feel, and I agree. Listen, I've got yeah, on you've got a bus too. I've got on a bus. I've got on a bus as well because history says that this just doesn't work out. Uh, we've seen lots of these leagues. At this point in time, and none more tends out. to be bad, you know. And well, the football tends to be bad, and there's no vested interest. I've been an Eagles fan since uh, as long as I could speak. Right. So for that reason, I got a vested interest, and there is no vested interest in you watching these games unless the football is really, really good or really, really competitive. And if they can accomplish that, and remind again, I think half of it's reminding people that it's on. Yeah. Because I have. The app, I forgot it was on. Uh, right. I, I don't even remember that it was on, so I would right. watch. 
Yeah, no, it'll be interesting to see how much money they put into marketing it. For sure. With, you know, commercials and reminders and this and that. And how about, by the way, how much money ABC or ESPN, how much, uh, you know, airtime they're willing to spend promoting it as well. Yeah, no doubt. Um, but uh, I think it'll be terrible. And... Yeah, the football's probably going to be the, bad. The football's always right because you think about college football. Know, and the NFL. Do you know? I know one of the quarterbacks. I don't know team. any of them. It's the uh, I know the kid Cordell uh, something from Ohio State. Okay. Uh, do you know what team he's on? No, I'm not. Do you remember the name of the LA team? I asked you this last time. I know, no, I have no idea. The Wildcats. The Wildcats. The generic is that. Yeah. No. Um. Anyway, it's 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 not going to work. It's going to be dumb. Uh. You know, another thing is not only is the is the talent not quite there. There will be talented guys. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But the NFL and and, and college football they train all year. You know what I mean? Yeah, these no, guys don't. Yeah. Well, I think these guys probably are training most of the year because they want to get on NFL rosters. They might be working out. I don't know. I, and I, I, by I the know. way, they've had enough lead time up to the games. Where I think they've been trading, you know. I don't, I don't know if this is enough lead time when you think about the I, fact well, that I, I would. Here's the thing that I would say. I wonder what what kind of like training camp they've had, like what kind of practice they've had, and all those different things. Yeah. They have decent coaches. They have Stoops in there. They've got hey, Jim Jones. Jones, baby. You know, uh, yeah, yeah, they do. And now listen, it'll be interesting. I'll tell you what I think they should do instead of the XFL, which like people want to watch. Uh, flag football. I have seen seven on seven flag football televised before, and one of the events like Michael Vick was coaching a team. I think yeah. Deion Sanders. It's a pretty good television watching experience. Yeah, like, I hear you. They're constantly moving the ball downfield. I hear you. And you could what if they did something like the big three in basketball and got guys who are leaving the NFL? Yeah. Or you know, yeah, or not. Sure. Maybe maybe if they just got the best flag football no, player. A, yeah, that would be a fun time. I think what if it, they mix them up? Like what if you had regular guys mixed in with pros? That would be dope. Well, if it was just a talent standpoint, you probably would, you know, because For sure. You know, obviously, you can eliminate all the linemen from flag football. Yeah. And and you're just going to have fast guys who run great routes and, and sure. whatever. I mean, it seems like something that could be done relatively cheap and, and people would give a shit. But anyway. I don't know that people would – I mean, I think people No, maybe not give a shit, but watch. Yeah. Yeah. I think it might be better than the XFL, put it that way. Because here's the thing. You're really trying to be – like the pros or like college and the football quality just is never up to that. And no one's no one's going to give a shit, right? People right. will watch because they miss football and they want to check it out. Right. But no one, as you said, you've got a vested interest in the Eagles and everybody you follow. Nobody gives a shit really if their team wins in the XFL. Here's, You're just kind of trying to kill time. Here's the thing that might help them. We're watching Kansas play Texas right now and it's a shitty game. And college basketball this season has just been shitty. Yeah. There aren't any real elite teams. I guess Baylor. I didn't realize Baylor had only lost one game. They haven't lost that? Oh, no, they have lost one game. Yeah, they lost one game. You know, you got Gonzaga. They're on 209 right now against Kansas State, but it's not uh, not that good of a game. You got Gonzaga, who's uh, lost, what, one or two games? Yeah. But Duke's lost three You know games. who's undefeated? Who? San Diego State. Are they still? Number four. And you know who's number five? Dayton. No. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, this could be a uh, tournament where there are a ton of upsets. Like, the tournament could be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. You could have a lot of really competitive games and a lot of upsets. And some Cinderella teams. Yeah, a yeah. Thousand, yeah, a thousand percent. Yeah, Seton Hall's ranked pretty yeah. high. You know? Yeah. Uh, Oregon is top ranked 
Pac-12 team, and they're like 18. The Pac-12 team like not go to anything. Yeah, the Pac- <laughs> yeah, no, but I do like that Oregon team. They've got like some experience. Yeah. They've got some good guards. I feel like in the NCAA, it's always about guard play. Usually is, yeah. Cole Anthony came back today. Oh, did he really? Yeah. And he's game that they lost. They lost. They lost? They lost to uh, a good team. I can't remember who they lost. Anymore. Florida State. Florida State, yeah. yeah. It was like eight or nine. I know. Regina Cavaliers knocked them off last Monday. Mm. Make like a comeback. It. I like it. I like it. I like it. But Virginia's having a down. The ACC in general is having a down year. Duke's yeah. pretty good. Apart from that, and Florida State's good. Uh, well, actually, Louisville's in the top ten. Louisville's too. high too. Yeah. So you know, maybe the ACC's not having as bad a year as I thought. Yeah, I got it right here actually. Uh, Dayton, Louisville is uh, Louisville's number five. Dayton's number six. My apologies. Anyway. Uh, all right, so we're at like 40 minutes. Should we cut this before we uh, go on to our other topics? Yeah, sure. Okay, we'll put a cap on those. Put a cap on Remember those. we came up with that and then it kind of faded away a little bit? It's been on there every We've time. We've been saying every time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, okay. you have the memory of a goldfish. Okay. 